Hello and welcome to VoiceOver Voices, the weekly podcast where we delve into the wordy world of voiceovers. Each week you'll meet a professional voiceover artist, find out who they are and how they got into this work, and listen while we run through some slightly ridiculous script games, which are based on the kind of jobs we tackle on any given day in the studio. So these might include radio or TV ads, narration, corporate training, animation, or some kind of random surprise I'll throw in just to make it more fun. I'm Cathy Ogden, and I'm a voiceover artist, singer, songwriter, and now, it appears, I'm a podcaster. A voiceover artist needs to be able to sight-read scripts, take direction, interpret the client's brief, create characters, moderate their vocal tone, flip from character to character, be more smiley, authentic, empathetic, fast, slow, and then somehow manage to do all this within a tight time limit. It's an intensely focused kind of job, and people come into it from all sorts of different backgrounds. And what's more, nobody really knows who we are. We're largely invisible to all but our agents, clients, and each other. Well, I'm about to change all that. So let me introduce my first guest. Kate Murphy is a master of her craft, who is passionate about her career as a voice artist, voice director, and coach. Kate is the primary voice actor on the popular animated series Shopkins, in which she voices more than 10 characters – a feat of acting skills, concentration and energy that is absolutely off the Richter scale extraordinary. She also voices the main characters in the Shopkins movies, Chef Club, World Vacation and Wild. She is a consummate professional with a wicked sense of humour and dedication to both performing and sharing her knowledge with the next generation of actors. Kate has a Bachelor of Theatre Arts degree, majoring in acting and trained in improvisation and comedy sketch club writing at Second City, Chicago. Her list of animation credits include Crafty Kingdom, The Strange Chores, The Wishmas Tree, Sesame Street, and most recently, Combat Wombat. Kate can also be heard on TV and radio commercials and audiobooks, and has a load of stage and screen credits including Shakespearean theatre productions as both actor and director. Kate is from Queensland and moved to Sydney around a year ago. Right then, I can't wait to find out more about the world of Kate. So, without further ado, welcome to Voice Over Voices, Kate Murphy. Thank you! That was such a lovely introduction. I don't think I've ever heard anyone list all those things, like talking about it. I was just sitting here being... (laughs) Gosh, is that me? So did I miss anything out there? I mean, we we the whole point of an interview is to find out more. Was that was that an acceptable? That was was beyond accept. That was extraordinary. I I want to like just like (laughs) listen to what you just written. Type that all out and just. Put that on my website. Uh, of what I've <laughs> that's pops. fantastic. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, that that all sounds pretty good. Okay, that's a pleasure. That's all good to me. Right, let's start at the beginning. <clears throat> when were you first drawn to acting as a profession? I never, ever, ever thought that I would um, follow any sort of acting as a profession until I was actually at uni. Huh. So I went to uni straight from high school, and I was actually studying. So I think I think it was called theatre studies at the time, and I was going to do that, mm-hmm. which was like a couple of years, learn all about theatre, and I, you know, we would have created our own shows and directed, and then I would have gone into teaching. Um, and that first year of uni for me, we worked really closely with the actors. We actually got to do our own show. Um, so it wasn't until I was at uni and I kind of learnt a little bit more about the craft of acting that I went I don't think I'm in the right course like I think I need to just jump ship and and audition and and just do it and I don't think um I think that also just came down to me not really being confident enough or believing that I'd even be good enough to even think about auditioning like I never even auditioned for an acting degree straight after high school because I just was like, well, I'm not good enough for that. That's not for me at all. Wow. Um, but it was almost like I, I got the confidence um, in my first year of, of uni kind of really being there and, and understanding how it all worked. So then I jumped ship. So, I mean, I was always like acting, like I was always doing um, 
performances like after school drama and writing our own silly skits, my best friend and I, like was always a creative kid and a creative soul. But yeah, it wasn't until uni that I thought, oh, cool. And I never, (laughs) and even then, like I was like, oh, there's not going to be a career in this. Like I'll just see where this goes. Um, Never kind of ambitious. I was never that ambitious really. I was Mm. just like, I think I can do this and I think I need to do this otherwise I'll regret it. And I think that was more it. I needed to like prove it to myself. Was was there anyone in your family that was was into this kind of creative world or? No, not really, not at all. I mean, my family, the four of us, uh, I've got one brother and mum and dad and we were all just like so silly at home and performing for each other all the time. (laughs) Like it was very silly but not really. Like my my nana sang in the choir and that's it. Like um, so, yeah, that that was kind of the start of it for me, uni. (laughs) And you got into Shakespeare pretty strongly at one point, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I guess the course, that the acting course that I did was quite traditional and, and, and classical. So we did a lot of um, Shakespeare and Chekhov and all the classics, which is great. And I think that, you know, really helps and, and pushes you mm-hmm. as an actor. And then I um, went back to do a lot of the directing. That There used to be a massive show every year, like the Shakespeare in the Park show. Mm-hmm. Um and that was huge. Like that was kind of what you would work towards while you were at, you know, while you were doing your acting course. So then um, I did that and then loved it and then kind of after a few years went back and started directing them. And um, so, yeah, like I really enjoyed doing that and kind of bending Shakespeare and pushing it and trying to modernise it and make it accessible for for people because it's so, I think people think, yeah. No, not for me, but I'd I'd try to cut it down. (laughs) Like I'd try to not make it a three-hour show. I'd be like, well, let's get this done in 90 minutes. Let's do this. So, um, yeah, so that that, that was all thanks to, yeah, the course that I did. It's funny how that that language can be um, a barrier, that the style of language, obviously, Shakespearean. It's Elizabethan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, like, like this is like four fifteen hundreds, four hundred years yeah. ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and it's so rich. Like, it is. And granted, if I was to pick up as like the, I haven't read every bloody Shakespeare play, but if I was to pick one up now, I'd still, I would still very much struggle reading it. Like, I, I mm. would be like, hang on, whoa, 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 what is happening? And, um, like, I definitely don't consider myself someone that would just be sitting there reading it and understanding completely everything first read but it's the joy of like the researching it and yeah diving deeper into the text and understanding what are they actually saying and then working with the actors like I loved directing it way more than I ever did performing because you know like we delve in and go what does that mean yeah go research it come back to me with three different like and then we can go in three different directions and uh-huh. how we want to take it and I just love that part of it because it kind of keeps it so open. Um, I think and, that's, yeah, yeah interesting because I remember at school, you know, I did Hamlet and the mm. Scottish play that shall not be named. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm were you, kidding. Who were you playing? Oh, oh no, no, no. I wasn't. Oh, no, we just learned studied, it. I studied, studied it. Yeah, and yeah. I had a pretty fabulous English teacher. However, I still found it really difficult to oh, yeah. to absorb. Yeah. But then um, seeing performances, particularly when I lived you know, in the UK. Oh, and yeah, you would have had like Seeing oh some gosh. some pretty amazing Shakespeare on stage there. Of I just, oh, my gosh. Who and Shakespeare in the would Park you see as well. some very famous people? I did, actually. Mm. Yes, I saw some extremely. I actually, oh, yeah, I saw Dustin Hoffman in The Merchant oh. of Venice. Oh, wow. And awesome. I saw, I'm just dropping names now. Oh, do it, please. Oh, wait, what's his name? Oh, gorgeous British actor. Whose name? Jude Law, I saw yeah, him. He was, was he Hamlet? Did he play Hamlet? No, Hamlet? he played, no. um, oh gosh, you know, see how great a Shakespearean scholar I, I love Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare, mate. No, he's great. <laughs> one um, of the big ones. He played one of the big ones. Yeah, he That's did. I could Google it and make myself look brilliant and just cut all right. that out. Cut it in. Bat, 
bit where I just remembered everything off the top of my brain, which would have been uh, smart. So but just no, just play it. Yeah, I don't like, mind being stupid. Are. It's fine. Oh my god, what? <laughs> we can't. It's not our job to know everything. Google's IMDb. We, we can't. <laughs> oh, like his top. We don't know that. That's not. He was amazing. Anyway, that's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so. From there, I'm going to skip to where you get cast to do all of the voices, all of them. Yeah. How did that happen? And I have so many questions about this because I cannot even fathom it. I cannot imagine getting a script where instead of having like, you know, one character underlined or felt tipped through whatever, there is the entire script and every single character. So what, how, tell me all about it. Oh, man, it's such a wild ride. So, okay, so I auditioned for this cartoon series that I knew was going online. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't even think I really knew the name of it. The The Shopkins, so Shopkins is a toy yeah. um, that became quite popular and it won Toy of the Year a couple of years in a row. It, so it, I was just very lucky that I scored this amazing job. Mm-hmm. That got to go on for like five or six years because of the popularity of the toy. So right. basically, so I, I auditioned, I auditioned, I was living in Brisbane. This was all kind of um, created, the company was in Melbourne, but like the production side of it was all in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to audition and I was very lucky to get the role. But the role at that stage was six characters. So it started off as kind of like six key Shopkins and Shopkins are like grocery items. So like a donut, uh, an apple, (laughs) what was it, a chocolate. Like so I just got to play around obviously with the producer and animator and we worked out roughly the tone of each of those main voices and we started off doing I don't know. I think I like initially it was like six episodes, that's it. And then, yeah, as I said, the popularity of the toy just got more and more. So mm-hmm. I ended, you know, we were um, recording, I'd end up recording maybe like four episodes in a day. And I would only record like, you know, maybe once a month. Right. Um, but it got to the stage, yeah, like I would be in the booth um, with the audio engineer. And yeah, I was I was playing like, every character at, at wow. for a long period of time. Yeah. So, and, but, but at the same time, like there would be maybe like, you know, we'd have our core six and then there'd be kind of like random characters that, that would just pop in every couple of episodes or then just like one character that we've only seen once and we'll never see again. So I got to, like, it was truly so much fun because I just got to go bonkers with my voice and that really was because I got to do that for so long I got to just really stretch my voice and have this incredible freedom and I'm so lucky with everyone that I got to work with that we had such a good working relationship and um a great trust that I was able to go in and and play and and we would and so I would also prior to going into the booth give them a guide track so I'd record on my phone and for any new kind of character I'd perhaps go okay this is a lampshade um I'll give you three <laughs> versions of what a lampshade could be Love and then they go great choose B so like for the lampshade she ended up being Russian for some reason just of course because she I, was Russian of course and it's like <laughs> of course she had to be that because I can only extend my voice so far and I really wanted them to sound as different as they could yes so I get that I got to do that of course you know, some characters would just randomly be Californian, like it's so over the top. Mind you, they were all in, like it was American accents. Um, okay. So it was all kind of like very. Um, Is that because it was going targeted to Targeted to USA. Uh, targeted. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it it okay. was, yeah, for sure. Um, wow. So what ended up happening was <clears throat> as the series got more popular, they introduced more toys. So they did eventually introduce some more voiceover artists. So. Because it was just to the point where, yeah, like obviously I can't sound yeah. like every, like I sound the same. <laughs> and because those toys that they brought in were human, mm-hmm. it was almost like I couldn't uh, then be four different humans. Do you know what I mean? I so they yeah, had, yeah. so yeah. then they brought in other voiceover artists who are amazing and I stuck as being all the Shopkins characters. So 
Can I just uh, so yeah. as far as actually getting each character, would you would you go okay? Well, this one is pitched quite high, so I'll pitch the next one medium medium or low, or um, and this one will have like a Valley Girl accent, and that one will have like a you know a New York accent. So ha- did you did you have to do a lot? I mean, you must have had to do a shared load of practicing at home and delineating between the characters until you got to a point where you were comfortably just read would you literally read donuts line then lampshades then like literally straight all the way through when I do the guide read at home just which gives the the animators you know the guide read is for a for the producers to hear my kind of demos of the new characters Mm -hmm. and b for the animators to hear the timing so they can start their rough cut drawings and and timing so they can start loosely animating mm-hmm. and then obviously they'll get the final round so when I do the guide reads I'd go through literally yeah like just in the order of the script and just changing lines every time obviously it doesn't have to be perfect but when I'm in when I was in the booth actually recording the scripts I would just go through and do all of apple blossoms lines uh-huh get to the end now back and do all of lippy lips lines so I wouldn't be like a also because that makes the session easier for you know the files and for our engineers to kind of go okay well we're doing all of this otherwise it'd just be like a total headache in terms of um filing and and organizing it all um okay. in programs uh, but, okay yeah but the main thing was and oddly <clears throat> I never realized this until I was like halfway through the, the full series like we you know we ended up doing yeah as you said like all these feature films and then I think we ended up doing like 86 episodes good lord <clears throat> all up. good lord yeah it was awesome it was so gosh I was so lucky but it was almost like the Shakespeare rhythm like the rhythm that I learnt in Shakespeare which is all that iambic pentameter yeah and really uh, being on top of your rhythm with the text of Shakespeare helped me do Shopkins because because I would have to it was almost like you'd, you'd go through as one character and I have to know the inflection of the inflections and know how I need to, how I would respond to the character prior to me to keep the rhythm of the whole episode I going. Because it. yeah. it's like, you know, I'm, even when I'm recording, and that's just such a basic actor thing, but it's like if I'm recording one line, mm-hmm. I need to think about the rhythm of the line prior and the rhythm of the line following mm-hmm. and keep that in mind so the episode doesn't feel stagnant and so it doesn't feel I mean that's how animation's recorded anyway you wow, never but in the that's, same room that's yeah. such a what I a know, brilliant I thing I mean you were literally thrown in at the deep end but it sounds like you basically could go into any animation now and just know you know like you could write your own case oh. <laughs> Hey, you've given me a thought. I'll do a Shakespearean animation. That'd be great. Okay, no, I'm gonna like I'm gonna stop right now, and <laughs> I'm gonna get you to read a Shakespearean sonnet. Oh God, I saw you put that in there. <laughs> no, um, yeah, yes. Can I do it as a character? Yes, because he, no, here's here's where the fun bit of my oh, game good. comes great, in. Great, because I'm like I can't take this Shakespeare seriously. <laughs> no, no, no. We are going to randomly generate an accent and a character for awesome. you to do this in. So here we go. Character. Here, hang on. This is the spinning wheel. Listen to this. Oh, this is the spinning wheel. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Oh, insincere. I'm not sure I want you to do it insincere. I'm actually going to spin again. Sure. Sorry. I, this, this is my show. I can do what I like. Yeah, mate. Here we go. Elderly. Is that a good one? Oh, great. Bring okay. it down. Elderly, and then your accent is going to be <laughs> USA. Easy. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> All right. This is Shakespeare. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath too short to date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair sometime declines, by chance of nature's changing course untrimmed. 
But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade. <laughs> when in eternal lines to time thou growest, so long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. <laughs> And there's some beautiful Shakespeare. Oh, that Bye, was um, beautiful. Thank you. you were a beautiful old man. Thank and, you. Oh. Thank you. I imagined him on his stoop. Um, exactly where I saw him. Watching the world go by. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I lost oh. the plot there. I was like, what am I saying? <laughs> That was so beautiful. That was so beautiful. It was just gorgeous. I love that I love that you got to <laughs> combine your Crazy character genius with a bit of Shaka Spear. Bit of the bard, mate. Bit of the bard. Bit of the bard. Bit of the bard. Lovely. Bit of the bard, yeah. Treading the boards. Um, <laughs> that's fun. Oh, that's joyful. Okay, that's so great. tell me about the difference between doing voice acting and stage acting. Oh, that's tough. Um, I think you got to relax way more in the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I remember like the f- first professional voiceover job I ever had was in animation. So I remember I was like doing, sh- um, Shopkins and then I was also then starting to do more radio ads and I would go from like being like crazy, blah, um, you know, I, I, now I'm just comparing animation to, to radio um voice well compare that too because there there is a difference there is a massive difference in those yeah yeah but I think I think you know all of that stage work that I'd done you have to have energy you have to have um way more breath support you have to almost be um trained like an athlete like Mm -hmm. that I know that sounds so over the top but no it doesn't because it's the same in singing as well you if you don't have breath control you cannot sustain a a gig or whatever or an opera or whatever kind of singing you do it's there's a hell of a lot of craft in there Mm, that's it and and your preparation like I'd look at it if I was going to do a stage show like all right I've got to get stage fit uh actors talk about that like you got to kind of have that fitness and that doesn't necessarily mean like you know, physically stronger or, you know, trimmer, it, it might just mean, you know, you just got to start thinking a little bit more about how you're looking after yourself to prepare for that. But I know sometimes when I, when I was really first starting to do, um, yes, especially commercials and things like that, I noticed that I was just like overacting, like so, so much more over the top. And they're like, just turn it down, relax it, relax it. And the amount of times that I was told just relax, like you just got to be yourself. Yeah. Um, and that took me quite a while to um, really find the groove of that. Um, and now I totally understand, obviously. Like I'm like, oh, of course, <laughs> you want me to be me. That's why you've hired me to do yeah, this exactly. voice. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be someone else. Whereas I think on stage, of course, you have to have authenticity and it has to be believable and a truthful performance. But you know, you have to be be loud enough to reach the back of the room. You've mm-hmm. got to have that um, stage presence, and and you're listening. You're you're working off other people. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the booth, there's that immediate pressure. It's like, and, and it depends on the campaign. Like you might be doing a campaign where you've got you know eight clients there, eight people who are oh. legal. Yeah, um, that's the advertising company. That's the actual company that we're advertising. And then it's like all eyes are on you and you have to get this done in an hour and it's just like, look, there's no one else. Like I'm not working, I'm not listening to anyone else, I'm not having to kind of live in a moment. It's, it's, I have to deliver right now. And that's a different pressure too. Like it's, it is, it's, yeah. it's a, all right, i got to be ready for anything and, and provide. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, they're, they're completely They different. are completely different. And I guess yeah. and most of the time um, – for voiceover week work, we tend to get the script on the day. Yeah, if we're lucky, in. we might get it the day before or something. If mm. depending mm. on what the read is or what it you know what it is, but for generally for radio and television commercials, you would get the script when you walk into the booth. Which is why I I don't let you guys see <laughs> the scripts before yeah. before the thing because I want it to be kind of authentic in this to see sure. what happens when you just chuck someone in a booth and say, okay, read that. 
Absolutely, um, absolutely. Because and it is a particular technique and it's also a particular brand of confidence that yes. you, you have to be grounded enough to be able to just concentrate on the script, your character mm. and the direction that you're getting mm-hmm. and, you know. For sure. The Do you find that with and- your, like, the difference between singing, like you, let's say, recording a song and then standing in front of a microphone to record a commercial or anything, um, an audiobook or anything like that. Like what are you, like, sorry, I'm turning it on you, but like what are the main kind of differences are you finding? Like do you find your stance is the same, your breathing is the same, or do you have shifts? It's it's very different. different. I think when I'm standing on stage singing, I'm... I'm entertaining a, an audience and I'm yes. I'm looking at the faces of the people mm. and responding to that and very much involved in the music and and I'm you know the lyrics are just flowing out of me because mm. I will have done all the rehearsal in advance same yeah. with being on stage doing a play mm. um so all that's there and it's basically your you're kind of then it's the energy in the audience and you are trying to create an energy in the audience where mm. you are giving those people the best night of their mm. life you you're know, creating so a vibe you, you're yeah. the vibe master yeah whereas, <laughs> whereas in in a booth doing a commercial number one is I want to I want to give it's it's like it is kind of similar I just want to yeah. give the engineer or producer or or the 27 clients <laughs> that are sitting mm. there exactly what they want so yeah. it's a lot about listening Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot about just being able to give my, I think, I think, I think being able to sight read immediately is a massive mm. skill that I still haven't mastered because. Mm. And especially when you've got to get it into like a certain amount of time. 30 like seconds it, or, 20, yeah, that's or 15 it. seconds or whatever. I, yeah. I quite like that though. If I have to, if I have to do something quicker, my brain goes into quick mode. Me too. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I prefer, oddly, I'm like, oh, yeah, great. I, I love it when there's too many lines Yeah, to me get too. In. I'm like, come on, guys, let's go again. I can shave two yeah. seconds. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> it is a lot it. of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to play a game called Two in a Booth. Ooh. You are going to be a cat. Okay. You're going to be a smart cat called Betty. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be a gullible dog called George. Oh yes, this is the script. Yes, yes, and uh, and then the VO at the end where it says just VO is the tagline because this is actually a oh, commercial. Is this actually an ad? No, I made it up. I made oh. it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting campaign. <laughs> it should right. be a commercial, but it's not. So we're going to get our characters and our accents. Oh, that's hilarious! All right, okay. So Betty, the and, cat. And, and, who, are you doing the voiceover at the end? No, you do that. Oh, all right. You, all right. Be, you be Mrs. Voiceover. Oh, gosh. All right. This is all about you, honey. I'm oh, just babe. Here, to, you're here to make you look good. You know, uh-huh. that's my job. That's my job. Hey, I'm going to make this voiceover pop. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> okay, here okay. we go. So um, your your character is, oh, no, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to, I'm just going to get the accent because the character <laughs> for this is just, I, I actually want you to choose what her character is, but I'm assuming Betty's a, yeah, Betty's a girl cat. Although I had a cat called Boris and she was a girl, just as oh, an aside. That's a great um, name. Anyway, I also had a car called Boris, but I like the name Boris. Um, Boris is right, a good name. accents, here we go. You're going to be Irish. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I, I totally regret saying Irish. Let's do it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And I am going to be, oh, scary voice. <laughs> scary voice. Now, scary voice just means. Does that mean you're scared or you I'm... are scary? Ah, that's a good point. Oh, I usually, here's my scary voice. Okay. My scary voice. Oh, yeah, that's that's good. And it's Halloween in a couple of days, so I think you should stick with that. <laughs> okay. Depending on, sorry, you might, yeah. It's Halloween, you know, currently. It's, it's Halloween either really soon or in a or year's time. Ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Depending right. on when this actually hits right. the airwaves. Okay, exactly. I'm just going to have to be stupid, stupid, scary voice. Okay, yeah, here right. we go. I can do it. All and right. I'm, I'm Irish. And you're Irish. Yes, you are. All right. Okay. Hey, stupid. Huh? Yeah, you big stupid lunk. What do you want? Want to play? Yes. Wait, is this a trick? 
Yes, it is. But do you still want to play? Yes. Yes, I do. Great. Idiot. See those shoes by the door? The white ones? Okay, what now? Take one and put it in the litter tray. On top of the poo? Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. Now get the other one and chew it for a bit and then throw it in the air and catch it and then chew some more. But when I get in trouble... How will they know it was you? Okay. Yep, you're right. Could be anyone. Oh, of course, George. Could be anyone. (laughs) 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 Ah, this is the best fun I've had all day. When your oh, show you this nurse. When your cat and dog are home alone, don't blame them if they get bored and trash your sneakers. Give them your puppy cat play palace, and you'll come home to happy pets. Puppy cat play palace for your princess (laughs) puss. For your princess puss and princely pooch. They'll love you for it. <laughs> oh, man. Princess puss. Oh, that, I lost it on that one. <laughs> That's great. Poor dog. Poor Boris. I know. Poor old Boris. Like, oh, George. George. Felt like George an, oh, George, sorry. Yeah. I felt but, like an evil, uh, uh, like a very Catholic Irish cat. I don't know. Yeah, was I couldn't keep the, I couldn't get this scary voice. I haven't done that for ages. Oh, that was great. That's really, <laughs> I was going into another voice. campaign. Okay, I want to do that one again because that was fun. Okay. Can we? We'll just choose other characters. Here mm-hmm. we go. So you are now going to be. <laughs> you probably don't want to do this after Irish. Bring it, Scottish. Oh, I love Scottish. I'm all for Scottish. Okay. I'm all for it. And I am UK posh. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm so happy. Are you going to be Betty now? Oh, maybe or are we doing I should a different be. script. Oh, yeah, okay, but you still do the VO at the end. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. All right. I'll be I'll be George then. Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, stupid. Huh? <gasps> you, you big stupid lunk. What do you want? When I <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's aggressive. He's hilarious. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, sorry, no, sorry. no. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> Want to play? Yes. Wait. Is this a trick? Yes, it is. But do you still want to play? Yes, yes, I do. Great. Idiot. See those shoes by the door? The white ones? Yes. Okay. Now what? Take one and put it in the litter tray. On top of the poo? Yes. Okay, okay, yep. Now get the other one and chew it for a bit, then throw it in the air and catch it. Then chew some more. Won't I get in trouble? How will they know it was you? Oh, okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah, could be anyone. Oh, of course, George. Could be anyone. Oh, yes. Oh, This is the best fun I've had all day. When your cat and dog are home alone, don't blame them if they get bored and trash your sneakers. Give them new puppy cat play palace and you'll come home to happy pets. Puppy cat play palace for your princess puss and princely pooch. They'll love you for it. I love the aggress- aggression. <laughs> it's so the good. aggressive. Oh, very, yes, yes. Oh, my I God. I love it. Scottish accent's my favourite. I, love, Actually, I yeah. love Scottish accents. I love it too. I'm just rubbish at oh, it. Oh, so. ta- oh, my accent was terrible. It's just like the most over-the-top. <laughs> it wasn't. It was like, See, that's, that's Oh, not at all. Listening. It's beautiful. Well, see, look, I think, you know, some accents, I think it's really tough to do. This is a discussion I have a, a lot with, with friends in this business. It's really mm. hard sometimes when you feel like, you there are some accents you shouldn't touch because you are it's a piss taken parody mm. that 
is just wrong. And I don't know. I think that I think it slides around. I think sometimes accents are okay to do, and other times they're just not. Mm, um, absolutely. But, and, and I think that's like the good thing with when I was doing Shopkins. Like as I said, like I was playing. Um, non-human things I was playing inanimate objects so it kind of didn't matter if it was like the accent was a bit yeah. off like as in like I wasn't nailing it necessarily because I'm like yeah I'm playing a, a cheese a block of cheese I don't know like what's that meant to sound like this will do like Icelandic I don't know like yeah let's do this voice I don't know like I just oh, you know you can kind of it can be a little I think that was the joy of like doing that obviously yeah of course it differs of, of character playing and you never want to be insulting to anything or anyone or a group of people but I think that's I, I just think of groundskeeper Willie when I do my Scottish oh show. brilliant yes <laughs> don't, don't we all yeah. don't we yeah. all um when you auditioned for Shotkins was this something that you had thought I'd like to try animation or was it just that that audition happened to pop up it just happened to pop up yeah like when we were at uni we did do a semester of voiceover um, okay work in in our degree as Mm -hmm. part of our course but even when we were doing it like all of us I remember doing it we're in our third year and no one was keen to really pursue it (laughs) like we're all like oh this is cool this is fun going into a booth but cool like I, I had no idea that this could be a pathway, um, at, a career path at all. So, um, so were yeah, you given kind of basic? Were you given sort of mic technique and and that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff? Okay, yeah, technical yeah, yeah. skills, which is so important for sure. And knowing how to use your voice and and knowing how to not hurt your voice and still. And I guess that was kind of um, leading off what we were talking about before, Kathy. When we were talking, how you were saying that you need to kind of you're vibing with when you're singing, like you're creating that energy in the room. Yeah. You're creating that vibe off your audience and off your musicians. And I guess our job when we're here like in a booth by ourselves is we've still got to create that vibe. Yeah. Off nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like that may might have been something that was kind of instilled in me from doing that kind of work at uni but yeah. never ever like, oh, I wanted to really pursue it, it just um, by chance kind of came up and opened up a whole other area for me that I hadn't, I didn't know, I didn't really know that much about it all. So I was very much learning a lot as I was doing Yeah, and met a lot of amazing people that helped me and, and yeah, and, and that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. Got it. And so in a, in a perfect world... What kind of work would you most like to do? Yeah, if you're given the choice to do one kind of job every day of the week, yeah, what would you do? I love voice directing. Um, wow, that would probably be it. Yeah, like um, so. I've been voice directing on a few animation series, um, uh-huh. which I just love doing that so much because. I love working so closely with the production team uh-huh. and I like order and I like <laughs> I like helping keep to schedule. Like on top of like the literal work of actually getting to be in a booth with someone and looking at a silly script and going, you know, like if we were doing that Scottish dog, like can you make him angry? You know, like how yeah, joyful, yeah. what yeah. an absolute joy it is to work on something like this. So, and working with actors as well, I just love because I guess that's what I was doing well before I started doing voiceover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, like I love working closely with the anime, uh, with the production team and learning more about how that all works and what their needs are and helping. Like, if, if I can go in and make their job easier. Then I'm happy, you know, because I've got so much thing to, think to about. do. Oh, I just love it. Like it, and like I said, it's like I love order. I love having a plan. I love sticking to it. I love knowing. Oh man, we got to get these next like five pages in in twenty minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I kind of like that pressure. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course, if I could just get in and be do voices every day, that's awesome. And yes, but. I yeah. think I, I just really love the the voiceover directing. Well, it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to do 
both. I think it's yeah. great to to have all of those things. So you were recently um, working with a bunch of kids, weren't you, the, uh, directing them? Yes, yes, yes. And that was joyful as well. And that's really cool too, like getting to work with kids as well as um, professional actors, adults, um, the full range. So your skill set has to completely change. But I've also been teaching kids drama um, for like youth theatre companies since I was like 17. So I've been doing that for a long time. So that's also like very much in, you know, I feel super comfortable working with kids and helping them you know, understand the script and get their best performance and that's more like controlling energy and getting them pumped up and and getting them to calm down when they don't need to waste their energy. That's There's so much um, to balance. But these kids are amazing. Like, oh, my gosh, so, so incredible. They're incredible actors and because they're fun. Working with kids keeps you young too. Like it yeah. um, keeps you hopeful and <laughs> excited <laughs> and enthusiastic. You just... Have to be, yeah. Wow, love it. And so do they ask you, like, what do you think are the skills that they need to learn? Well, I've done a little bit of um, voiceover teaching um, with the university back in Queensland, a little bit. I think the main thing, oh, and, like, I'm still learning so much too. Like, every job is completely different. I think that's one of the things that I would Mm -hmm. say. Don't try to, like, I've helped... um, People prepare voice reels and I think my main advice would be don't try to put on a voice. Now I'm just talking about like commercial um, voice reels. Like don't try to sound like something that you're not. Yeah. Because even for me, the amount of, um, gosh, I sound like I'm saying the amount of jobs, like every (laughs) now and then like I'll I'll book something and the client will say, oh, we want your, because on, um, I'm sure you're the same, Kathy, on our voice reels, we often do like a little bit of an introduction. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Kate, yeah. blah, 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 a few little things about me. Mm-hmm. And a few clients have said, oh, we just booked you from your introduction. Like, oh, dang, really? Yeah. I've got to change mine. I think mine sounds really insincere. I really? have to change it. Yeah. No. It's like, no, it's true. Because I think mine says, goes something like, um, hi, I'm Kathy Ogden. And if you give me some words, I promise to say them something like this. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, that's I just perfect. Think it's a what bit are you talking meh. about? Uh, no, 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 no. That's perfect though because I don't have your voice. Like that's the thing. Like your – but that's cheeky because that's you as well. Like yeah, uh, if I was yeah, listening to that, I'd go, oh, this woman has the most sultry, beautiful voice. Oh, but also – no, but the fact that you're like taking the piss, like you're making – you're having fun. I know, but I just want – because most – because then it goes into this pretty much like – because of where I am, you know, my age and everything else, I tend to get it's more serious stuff. So I'll, yes. I'll get, you know, campaigns for canteen or mm-hmm. so I, it's, it's like, yeah, she's taking the piss and then she's telling no. us about, you know, whatever. No. But that's, that's the range. We're on a range. Sure, I, I, had a, I had a really, really good question for you. Yeah. Um, I think are there are any um, voice actors that you would definitely go and see something just because they were in it? Like as in do you have a favourite or do you have ones that you uh, just go, wow, they're amazing? Do you watch um, – have you heard of Big Mouth? No. The animation show? Mm-mm. It's quite filthy. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Up my street um, completely. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's all about going through adolescence and kids growing up and going through all of the awkward stages. Okay. Bodies yep. changing. And We've all been there. Yeah. Yes. And th- that entire cast, so Nick Kroll, who's a comedian, wrote it and they've done amazing work. They, they've they like, I think they won an award for one of their episodes for um, like women's rights. Like they, they did an episode about Planned Parenthood. Whoa. Um, and like, yeah, they won an award. Like even though the, 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 the show, it's very um, – Silly and <laughs> crass in the best possible way, but their messaging is fantastic. But um, Maya cool. Rudolph does is in that, and she used to be on SNL. She's like a very big female comedian. Yeah, um, anything she does, like vocally, she's just like she could sing. She's amazing. Um, she's currently impersonating of doing Kamala Harris on SNL. Like she can kind of just morph into anyone, and she plays um, a hormone monster. I think she actually won, like, an award for it. Like, I think there's so many, like, great. I love watching, yeah, like, adult 
animation, like BoJack Horseman as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They're amazing, all of those kind of adult ones. But they are played by the celebrities that I love, so that's why why I watch it. I'm like, great, this is written by this person. I'm 100% watching it because of these people. And they're not necessarily, they're playing themselves, you know, like they're, uh, Bojack Horseman, they're all just playing their own voices, which mm. is pretty cool. Um, so Very cool. I don't even, I, I've just totally gone on a tangent. Now I'm just telling you about animation shows. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I'm going to take you on a really weird tangent just because of that. Okay, so go down to the bottom of the scripts and there's a nonsense poetry jam. So um, one of my pastimes oh, yeah. that you probably are not aware of, Kate Murphy, is that I write nonsense poetry. Um, I'm very serious about How it. Have I never heard this? This is it's, great. I know it's it's something that I you know I've kept to myself until now. Oh um, my gosh! I'm lying. I'm lying. This is it's oh, a fun thing. Oh that my god! <laughs> You're so you you paint and yeah. sing and write poetry. Gosh. Oh no! Yeah, nonsense poetry. Well, so the rules of nonsense poetry are: it has to be completely nonsensical, obviously. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. it would not be called nonsense poetry. But that's like, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, but I just thought it would be cool to hear you do basically just give absolute nonsensical words meaning because very often. <laughs> We kind of do this. <laughs> I was just reading it. I'm like, it feels like a Coldplay song. And Coldplay are my favourite band. I love Coldplay. I love They're them. able to kind of put weirdest kind of concepts together and make sense of it. You're Russian, by the way, for I'm, this. Oh, great. Russia. News read. Russia. Okay. <laughs> Russian That's news read. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. There you go. Okay, so I'm doing Russian. Um, so yes, and uh, and just imagine that this is a very serious job that you have been given of a script, course. script that you must take extremely seriously. And although it has absolutely no meaning whatsoever, it has to sound like it does. I'm going to imagine Vladimir Putin wrote this, and like, and your life depends on it. <laughs> yeah, like I need to read this probably. He's like, I wrote poem for you. Um, okay, all right. <clears throat> nonsense poetry jam. Oh, that? What is that accent? I'm it's, Russia. I'm from Russia. We are from Russia. One everything kite zoo. Splash needle as expand for epileptic shining brick. Sorry, loin, finch of shipping, pike, flame. Cornus's egg, spoon, yellow elm, it cozy. Green and Dalmatian is reason, star on copper blow. Where minted, these open again. Oh, beautiful. And now to the weather. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. That, I am it was, sorry. It was definitely <laughs> Russian. I would, yes, I'd give you a 25 out of 10 for that. It had that beautiful kind performance. of cold Russia, Russia, Russia. Like, yeah, yeah, thank you. Ruski. Ruski. I love, love that. That's beautiful. so cool, Kathy. I oh, pleasure, that. treasure. Oh. Well, thank you for oh, being kind. Um <laughs> So I'm just seeing if there's anything else that if you were me, what question would you ask you? Oh my gosh. I I feel like we've we've chatted about everything. Like We have. We there's have nothing more. There's nothing more. Like I think we've covered animation, Shakespeare, directing. Yeah. Commercials, uh-huh. silly voices. <laughs> I think it's great. Oh, fabulous. Well, in that case. Do you have a favourite little bit of script there that you oh, would like to read? Um, I've got a David Brent quote that I can leave you with. That would be beautiful. And would okay. you, do you want to just do it as you? Or do you I'll do it with me. As, you? Uh, as me. I as said you. with me. Oh, <laughs> that's like split. <laughs> this is uh, not going well. I'm I, deleting I wish you script. both well. Okay. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. And Kate says thank you as well. All right. Jesus. Okay, here is my David Brent. If you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Do you know which philosopher said that? Dolly Parton. And people say she's just a pair of tears. That's fabulous. But the way he says it is way better. He's oh, like, no. Dolly Parton. And that people is... say she's just a big pair of tits. <laughs> Oh, David Brent. Bless you. Isn't it that? Very silly. Brilliantly brilliant. Did you watch the other thing that he did? I'm Ah. the one who's senile, Kate. You should remember these things. (laughs) Oh, God. It's um, Afterlife. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just brilliant. 
Kate Murphy. Oh, Kathy. Delightful human. Thank you. That was so lovely. You're so good at this. Holy really? Moly. Yeah. Oh, good. That was thanks. Awesome. Oh, no, that was awesome, seriously. You know, yeah, well, I just have um, – I've never tried to do my own podcast before. I've just listened to a bazillion of them yeah. and just yeah. wanted to do something that was fun for people like you and I who do the voiceovers. Oh, and um, It's so good. Like, and you're and amazing. So you're, you're extraordinary. And I just – your talent is amazing. I will never, oh. never be able to do what you'll do with the animation I, side of well, things. Well, I cannot stand in front of a crowd and sing and get the vibes. I've seen you ah, sing yeah, live. Yeah, but you I've can sing. sing. I've heard you sing in character. Oh, Come in on. character, in a very dark booth behind a closed door. <laughs> you are like, hey, you're like setting the vibe for a space. You've got people coming and going, drinking, and you're like, you own that space. That's incredible. And you are an incredible songwriter oh, and an incredible voice. Oh, bless your So I can't wait well, to the day where we get to see you sing live again. Thank you. Might be a I, while. That, that Who would knows? Be, that would be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> are they days. doing like, yeah, what? It's, uh, it's yes, it is starting to get possible. I think um, a lot of my friends are already doing live gigs. I think I've just been kind of like. Can I, I be bothered? Like is it that kind of thing? Like, um, eh. Yeah, it, yeah. In some ways, actually, I think I've sort of like gone. Okay, this year is a is a a year that kind of, I you know I haven't done a, um, maybe one live gig this year. Yeah, and that's it. So was that the one that I went to? Was no, that I think story? that was the end of last year. Yeah, was that the end of last year. I think yeah, so. must have been. Yeah, and wow. um. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually quite, I'm okay with it. Must be the first year of my entire life where I've not really done yep. gigs, but um, but it's okay. Next yeah. year will come, of and I wanted I think to. That's it. I wanted to create this, and and this all came out of COVID because I got a recording booth at home, and was like, okay, what do I do with this thing? I know, I'll make a podcast. Mm, mm. <laughs> and I know we've talked a lot about podcasts, but what's been like? Was there one that kind of really inspired you to do this, or was there one that like really kicked you into gear to? Ah, uh, that's this? interesting. Um. I love interview podcasts, so I absolutely love David Tennant does a podcast. Oh, yeah, I've listened. He's brilliant. And also I love the Hilo, which is with Dolly Alderton yeah. and Pandora yeah. Sykes for all sorts of reasons. I love the premise that they're look, you know, looking at high and low culture. That makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also love How to Fail with Elizabeth Day. Yes, you've mentioned that one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Oh my gosh. That's the next level to oh my gosh. That's like, whoa. Oh my gosh. That's really big. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh no, I've, I've heard like, of that one. My gosh. <laughs> Sounds naughty. Um, it really does. It does sound naughty. Stop gushing me. Stop gushing. Right. Um, uh, I'm, just, I'm gushing now. I'm gu- no. Yeah, anyway, yeah, but yeah, she's gorgeous it. and wonderful and adorable, and I love the premise of it that that basically through failure we have success. So, so all great. of those things, and, and so not necessarily one, but I was thinking I'd love to do a podcast, and then I thought do something about what you know, and then I thought who better to talk to about this hidden world of voiceovers than Mm -hmm. other voiceovers Mm. and I love the idea of it being one-on-one so there's not a bunch of us vying for you know space so and I just wanted to I really am fascinated by the stories of how people got into this work because Mm. everyone is so different that's true and like everyone has a completely different skill set and those skills can be used for so many different areas of this weird industry. Even people that I'm friends with in this industry, I still like. I still think there's people that I don't really know how they got into it, or like their training or their background. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it is super interesting. It's it, and it is a weird industry, and you're creating a lovely community. Actually, yeah, you know that's so true because we, you and I, live close by, so we get to chat sometimes. But very often, when you're at a job, even if you do, you are lucky enough to work with another human in the booth. Yeah, 
Woo-hoo. Rare, um, yeah. You rarely get time to do anything but the job. So you yeah. kind of see glimpses of people's lives on social media, but you never really get to know them and their story and their backstory. Yeah. And I yeah. call these people my friends, but I don't actually know all that much about their I background. Know. But I'm changing all that through this. Oh, it's lovely. It's so lovely. And I can't wait to listen to more episodes and hear more about our people that we know, yeah. our friends, and to and to have, yeah, to, to learn more about how they got into it and what their niche is or what, you know, and just to play and chat and talk yeah. about this weird industry because it is super weird. It is super weird and nobody, <laughs> nobody weird sees one. us, you know. And yeah, it's great. Some, some they're on TV, course, they're on film and all the yeah. rest of it and you get all the big actors who do voice work as well. There's probably, I would say, the majority of voice actors or voice artists are pretty much unknown. For sure. To, you know, but they might be listening to them, telling them not to leave their bag in the bagging area at the supermarket. Yeah. You'd never know it. who that person is. I know. You know. And that's the thing, like, I, I remember, like, just think of how many times, like, how many times you hear something in a day. Yeah. You're right. Like, Coles, Woolworths, Spotify, YouTube, yep. train, bus, stations. Um, it, like, it's everywhere and even my friends like take notice now of ads and they're like I feel like I've learned so much about advertising or why they've chosen that voice oh the tone they're going for or that's really that's an interesting choice like why did you choose that voice that happens a lot they're trying to get to this demographic or yeah it just makes me look at everything completely differently Mm -hmm. me too yeah and there's no accidents so much goes into it yeah yeah. yeah. No, if, exactly. It's there's like, really no accidents. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing leaves the studio unless it, somebody's had a really good think about it and edited it and checked it and you know uh-huh. the script is. It's all. That's it's all exactly such right. a, a business with a whole bunch of very yeah. very smart, technically professional, efficient oh, people in it, and yet yeah. um, basically you don't really think about it at all. I mean, I guess people no. kind of think about obvious things like audio books and podcasts and stuff like that where yeah. they're listening to voice yes. but anyway yeah interesting I'm we could so go on my love i know i know i'm so glad you're doing this it's so cool like, thanks what a fun journey that you're going to go on like i hope so it's good fun i'm really so far so good so far i'm sticking to people i know really well and then one day when i'm big and grown up and confident oh, yeah. i'll branch out into the world and interview people that i don't know who is someone that you would love to interview that you don't know? I don't know. I'd love to interview Stephen Fry about his yeah. audiobook work. Yeah. Because yeah. he's so beautiful reading other people's work, like obviously all the J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter mm. books. and mm-hmm. But he's also so beautiful at narrating his own work. His own books, yeah. Um, and yeah. he's also just a hero of mine. I started writing a song about him. You want to hear it? Yeah, please. Yes, please. Stephen Fry, you're the apple of my eye. eye, eye. I got that far. Yeah. Do, do you like it? It's good, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> I think you can build on it. I think you can totally build on it. I well, love that. I, I did actually write that much of it about mm, 10, 12 years ago. So it's a very slow moving oh song. Oh, my God. Not what am I, yeah. you know. So I don't want to rush it. So, no, no, no. Yeah. And he'll appreciate it more when he hears it and he'll yeah. know this has been a decade in the making. Yeah, at least. I might even have another two lines by then. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> I love that. He'll appreciate that. How Glacial old is Stephen Fry? How old is he? Uh, he would be. Okay. He is 63. Holy moly. There yeah. you go. Oh, that's awesome, Kathy. That's, oh, how fun. So <laughs> right. fun. I am going to have a sensible sign-off with you, so depending on what we edit out. Oh, God, you've got so much editing. Off. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> so I, actually, i got to say I love all this. I think 92.3% of this will stay in. I love this stuff, yeah. This is good. This, this I is, love listening to podcasts nice like and... that where they go off track and then it's like. Off it's, road it's and then just basically into the bush and yeah. then. Up and up a mountain and down the other side, yeah. Full journey. Right. Well, here's my official sign-off to Kate Murphy. Kate Murphy, it's been a deeply profound, somewhat hilarious, exceptionally fabulous, totally inspiring, beautiful, divine, gorgeous hour and a bit talking to you. And I would really, really like to thank you very, very much so pop over to mine for a glass of wine sometime. Oh, 
I will take you up on that. Thank you so much. That was so lovely to just chat. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really privileged um, and very honoured that you um, wanted to to chat. And I feel really honoured that you, like, did research. Like, that's so crazy. (laughs) That's so crazy. So, yeah, thank you. It's my pleasure. Good luck editing. Thanks, honey bunny. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Voice Over Voices. Scripts and concept by Kathy Ogden. Music produced by Grant Windsor and written by Jeff Franzel and Kathy Ogden. You can find us on Instagram at voice underscore over underscore voices. If you like this podcast, please rate and subscribe so more people can find us. Be kind. Have a great week. Bye.